Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. It was January 26th when he said it, but the calendar has flipped. It's February 1. The weather has flipped, that's for sure. And two number one overall picks have flipped for each other. What a weekend since we last saw one another. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests on the Goodyear hotline. You know where we're going to start here in a minute, but first, Key, it's been a half decade since New York has gotten a foot of snow. It's actually serious <laughs> enough. It's actually serious enough. I'm not sure what the deal is in Connecticut, Jay, but this is a serious situation, and we've been talking about it. No coronavirus test today. If you have a coronavirus test planned for today, no matter how old you are, no matter when you set it up, it is off the books. If you're going to school, it's virtual. Everything is, and almost as important in New York, you don't have to move your car to the other side of the street. Believe me, if you live in New York, <laughs> that's almost as big of a deal as everything else. Um, it's coming down. It's supposed to come down all day. How's the SoCal blood adjusting right now? we got a couple inches on the ground here. No, it wasn't cool. I, I, uh, I spent probably, I don't know, it was probably about a 30, 40 minute cleaning the damn thing. Like I had to walk out. Cleaning my, what? Cleaning what? The snow, man. My car off the top of the snow, even though, you know, it, it's one of those deals, Jay, where, I walked out the back door, and I looked. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then I went, and it, the snow was up to my calf. And I'm, like, stepping. I'm like, man, this is ridiculous. And so I get the little stuff, the de-ice, and spray it on there and move it and spray it some more and move it, spray it some more move it. Then I look. It's still coming down. So now I have to go around the car. I'm doing all this. I'm like, this is just it's not it. It's not cold. It's just a mess. Right? I mean, you have to do all of that all the time. And, and think about people like you, Jay. You got to clean your driveway. Like, nope. I, don't have to, I don't have to clean mine because I don't have a driveway to clean. I am, not, I am not going to do what I did last time. There was a snowstorm. I, I had icy hot on my back for a week <laughs> and a half, Key. I was taking Epsom, bath, Epsom salt baths. I'm not doing it. I'm just going to hire some kids around the neighborhood to shovel my own driveway. Well, so. at least it won't be crowded out in the streets, though, right? People won't be driving around and... Yeah, as of 6 a.m., at least here in New York, right now, the mayor said only essential vehicles. So if you're thinking about getting an Uber or anything like that, think of a backup plan. And again, if you have a coronavirus vaccine appointment this morning in New York, shot one of two, you'll have to delay it. That'll be and, the cure and, of all. And Zubin, it only gets better when we go do these interviews with Sal Palantone and all these guys who are down in Tampa. They're in Florida. <laughs> the wind's blowing in their hair. The palm trees in the back. Those are the things that make you feel great about where you are my, currently. My boy you know? sent me, you said palm trees. My boy sent me some stuff yesterday from L.A. Clear skies, crystal oh, blue, stop. palm trees in his backyard. He like sitting back there chilling at the pool. I'm like, man, this dude. <laughs> There will be a day, there will be a day, who knows when it is, that will be a cure for all ills when most people get that shot, even down in Florida where they don't think they need it. But the cure. Uh, oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> it's true. We can even ask Sal, do they even pretend it's happening down there? No, oh, I, think, I, think, I think they do now. I think they do now. Early on. Key clubs would say different, Key. Clubs would say different down in Florida right now. It's, 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 it's popping off. Yeah, it's well, popping yeah, off. that's probably true, too. That's probably true, too. But. You know, weekend was fun, though. Uh, weekend was fun. Everything was good. And the blockbuster trade happened. Indeed. Speaking mm. of popping off, right? Speaking of popping off, or a cure for all ills. I'm not talking about the vaccine shot. I'm talking about getting Matt Stafford to the Rams and maybe Jared Goff back the other way to Detroit. All right, Key, two number one picks swap for each other. Adam Schefter said it could be an unprecedented offseason of quarterback movement. Apparently, it has begun. Oh, I was waiting for sound. Uh, <laughs> no sound in the first block. Uh, it, it, uh, yeah, no, it, it, 
popped off with Matthew Stafford. He was the first ball to drop, and then all of a sudden you see the Jared Goff move. I didn't anticipate. I mean, it's just hard to see how that happened, but I also understand how organizations could play with the salary cap and move things around and make it happen. Um, is Jared Goff a significant up? I mean, is Matthew Stafford a significant upgrade to the point where you're giving up as much as you gave up to acquire him? Two first-round picks, three essentially mm. if you count Jared Goff, three first-round picks and a third-round pick as well. Um, I, I just – I mean, that's one of those bets that it better pay off, man. You've got to – You've got to, to at least get to the Super Bowl at some point in Stafford's career as a Ram. But just getting there isn't what you pay for because you were there already. You're paying to win the Super Bowl. Now, if Matthew Stafford is the guy that could get them over the hump to win the Super Bowl, Jay, then it's well worth it. But if you wind up in a situation just getting to the Super Bowl or less, then it wasn't worth it. You see, I'm all about this for Matthew Stafford. I I want to see him get out of Detroit. I know he's never had a running game. His O-line has been decimated. There's a reason why he's been injured all the time. We'd love to see them... I would love to see him in Sean McVay's offense, right? But I'm also thinking about Sean McVay here. Is is this setting him up for long-term success? You've mortgaged off your entire future. And I mean, they don't have another first-round draft pick until after Joe Biden is done with his presidential term. I mean, it's that's a long time, Keith. And they've also, I mean, they haven't had a first-round pick since 2017. Uh, it's... I mean, they mortgaged off all of them pretty much since 2017 to 2021, where we are now. That's what I meant to say. So it, it's, it has to pay off yesterday. Uh, but also, I mean, their O-line has been decimated. There's, there's other questions that this, this franchise has that they need to address. Yes, their defense is ready. Now you have a quarterback that you think is going to fit better with Sean McVay, but there's still smaller issues they have to address. Well, you mentioned Matthew Stafford's problems with the offensive line in Detroit and in his lack of big-time winning in Detroit. Well, the Rams' offensive line is, hasn't been great over the last couple exactly. of years. And when you look at the way this offensive line is built, the offensive line was built for play-action pass, bootlegs, things of that nature. Now you're going to ask Matthew Stafford, a guy who has had injuries in the past, to get behind an offensive line with an aging left tackle in, in Andrew, Andrew Whitworth. Uh, you think about those sort of things, and now you're asking him to get on the perimeter, put himself out in harm's way, where you got defensive ends and linebackers rushing to do harm to you, and now you're on the edge with no protection. So I, I, I just, if they if they like it, I love it. If they think that this is what's going to help them win the Super Bowl in the NFC with teams like New Orleans looking for a quarterback because of Drew Brees uh, retiring or Green Bay stubbing their toe uh, in the, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when they had home field advantage throughout. Or if Tampa Bay and Tom Brady are all of a sudden going to disappear after a Super Bowl. Or Seattle's not going to retool. Or San Francisco is certainly not going to go out there and try to acquire a quarterback that helps them get back to the Super Bowl. I just, you know, I'm not so much worried about the first-round picks because – First round, this league is not necessarily made up of first-round picks, and you can clearly see that Les Snead feels that way. Les Snead has always gone out and given up the first-round picks for guys that can help him be successful immediately. So I really don't have a major issue, and he's done extremely well in the draft with the rest of his staff of acquiring mid- to late-round picks, and those guys turning into pretty good players 
for the Rams. So it'll just be interesting to see how this unfolds. It's a new stadium in L.A., Super Bowl's in L.A. next year. So fans will hopefully be in the stands next year, Zubin. And if, if again, if they like it, I love it. I'll say two things here on this deal that I think are interesting that not a lot of people are talking about. It's a couple of redemption stories from Los Angeles moving east. You've got Jared Goff obviously going from the Rams to the Lions trying to resuscitate his career. Maybe he's only there two years. The Lions got a top 10 pick. Maybe they draft somebody. But on the other side, the guy that's going to have to make it work, new Lions offensive coordinator Anthony Lynn, jettisoned from the Chargers. He's in Detroit now under Dan Campbell. So you got two L.A. guys moving to Detroit, both looking to resuscitate their careers. Last point, as Key said, Sneed loves moving picks. Most NFL teams uh, treat draft picks like gold bars. You can't do anything with them. Sneed is dealt, Key, Jay, 21 picks. He has dealt 21 picks, Mm. seven first-rounders, four second-rounders, four third-rounders, two fourth-rounders, three fifth-rounders, two sixth-rounders. Wow. They want a proven commodity, not a draft pick, and they hope they have it in Stafford. On the way, why the Stafford-Goff deal is nothing to compare to what might happen with Deshaun Watson and Houston. The fellas have their thoughts on that. If there are two ones and a three and a former number one overall pick going for Matthew Stafford, what is Deshaun Watson worth then? That's right, the chicken feed compared to what the Texans would ask for Watson. The bar just went up. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. That's where we are now. The residual effect. We're asking this morning on our Twitter question, which QB domino will fall next? It's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests on the Goodyear hotline. The first two, of course, to fall were Jared Goff and Matt Stafford for each other. The former number one overall pick swapped for one another and a ton of draft picks going back the other way. So who's next? 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Key, J, and Z. On Twitter, it's time for Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. A little straight talk here on Matt Stafford before we get to what could be a ransom. I mean, if you think they got a lot for Stafford, think about this. Stafford is going to turn 33. It's an early birthday present. He's going to turn 33 on February 7th. He's at $43 million for the next two years, which frankly is extremely reasonable by NFL standards. The oft-injured Stafford in 2020, believe it or not, very quietly, actually played all 
16 games. So we will see what it means for the Rams. What does it mean for the Texans? Because as you know, you swap number one overall picks, but the number one offseason target is still waiting out there for somebody. That, of course, is Deshaun Watson. John McClain of the Houston Chronicle was on Sunday morning on ESPN Radio and essentially said whatever happened over the weekend doesn't mean anything going forward regarding you-know-who. First of all, it's got nothing to do with anything with Deshaun Watson. That trade be chicken feed compared to what the Texans would ask for Watson. They're adamant that they will not trade him. General Manager Nick Casario said they have zero interest Friday at David Culley's introductory Zoom conference call with the media. And that's the way it is. Watson responded by scrubbing Texans from all his social media platforms. So he's digging in. They're digging in. But the bottom line is, why would you want to force a player to miss to lose millions and millions of dollars by holding out instead of getting a king's ransom? Seems like a fair question, Key. Yeah, I. You know, it's gonna always the next guy is gonna always get more. When somebody goes before you, the next guy is going to, you know, that is a certain level. In contract situations, it happens all the time. And I can see the same thing with Deshaun. Instead of two number ones, there's three number ones. And instead of a third-round pick, maybe there's three ones and a two and a quarterback back. So that increases what that value is. And if somebody decides we're going to give up four number ones NBA-like, you know, I know it's like – but what happens with those ones is if I'm giving you four ones, Zubin – that's because I know my team is going to be great, and those ones are going to be so far at the bottom that they might as well be second-round picks for us. 28-29. Yeah, it, 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 so when you start to get into that 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, and then now all of a sudden you might as well look at the second round because a guy who's drafted in, at that low in the first round, he might as well be a second-rounder. I mean, it's the same sort of number. When you get top 50 picks, they're pretty much the same you know, value. And so I think that that is how teams would look. And as Mike Tannenbaum joins us in about 20 minutes, we can certainly ask him about that, how you look at that when you go late rounds, late first round into the second round, where's that value at? I don't know if the Texans can hold on to Deshaun because it seems like clearly to me, especially when I played, uh, what was it, not Fortnite, Madden with him the other night. Mm-hmm. And it felt like, Deshaun certainly was going to not be a Texan moving forward. Just in small conversation, Jay. Your Madden game was horrible, kid. <laughs> hey, I saw I saw what you did. Why why did you trick the game? What what's going what's going on with your Madden skills? I, we'll, I don't want to get into tangent, but it was we'll one talk, of the worst plays I've we'll, ever seen. Hey man, in we'll Madden. talk about that at some point in time before the show is <laughs> over with today. Move along. I, I will move along. Curious to hear Mike Tannenbaum break that down, but I, I, I like what Mike I like what Nick Casario has done here. And by saying I have zero interest in trading Deshaun Watson. This is a game of poker. And if the bar has been set by watching what we just saw with Jared Goff, not saying that you are going to get more, but the chances are that you're going to hold on to your hand. This is a game of poker. You hold on to your hand, you keep letting the cars flip over, and you, you sit there and say, Okay, I know what hand I have. Who else wants to come to the table? If I saw the Rams get fleeced the way they did by Detroit for that asset. I'm going to sit there and say, I'm going to make sure I get as much as I ask for. And it's deserving because I can wait until the last second. Now, granted, I, I'm, you know, I, I, they're in a position of strength, and I don't think they should move from that position at all. 
And I think in, in terms of Deshaun Zubin, what he has to do is he has to take care of himself, though, right? And what I mean by that is he has to continue to train at a high level. Don't all of a sudden become complacent. James Harden. No, not not no. He won't do Put that. But I mean, pounds. just not <laughs> focused in on your craft, and then all of a sudden, these this thing gets uh, pushed out until training camp or something wild like that, and then all of a sudden you're not ready to go when the time calls. Uh, and he also, from a mental standpoint, has to stand strong. He cannot crumble under the peer pressure of the media because this is a cycle. I've been there. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. Okay? Everybody, Deshaun, Deshaun, Deshaun. Woo! Get out of there. You're crazy. Ah, Deshaun, Deshaun. They don't know what they're doing. In about two and a half, three months, that thing will start to turn on Deshaun. And all the little sports center anchors and all the little people will start to say, John Watson's a problem. This guy, and he cannot crumble under that. He has to stay firm in his decision. He cannot all of a sudden cave because people are going to say, well, you know, Deshaun is a great guy, but I don't know. This is hurting him. His agent is really hurting him. Don't listen to that. Just keep training and stay strong. Be committed to it if you're going to do it. you got to be committed to it. And when I say committed to it and going to do it, I mean if you're going to stand firm and you want out, put your house up for sale, let's start going. Let's just let's do it. So we'll watch. Zubin, don't let him call you little now. Don't let him call the Sports Center people little now. <laughs> no, don't let him do like that. that. And then use the Mike Tannenbaum voice. Don't let him do that, Zubin. I'm just saying that the, the news people, man, you know, they start, you know how these cycles go. I hear Zubin, what you're talking about. It's all, we're all in this corner today. But in about two and a half months, if, it, if the deal isn't done or something, they'll turn the tide on you in a heartbeat. I've lived it, man. I've lived it. I've watched it. Yes. For many years. Watching on TV, the only thing I saw yesterday was bread flying off the shelves. That's what you have to see when the snow is coming. But we'll wait to see what happens with Jeez. Watson. It's, it's true. The I, milk no, the it was ridiculous. Right. I went to the store yesterday. No milk, no eggs, man, nothing. I went, man, I went to Costco yesterday. It was crazy. Right. World will be okay on Wednesday. We'll be fine. But until Wednesday, <laughs> batting down the hatches. So the question is, which quarterback domino will fall next? Will it be Watson? Will it be somebody else? 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. Last word here for the three quarterbacks, the two dealt in Watson. The reality is Watson's in a special case because he's your long-term answer no matter what. If it doesn't work out with Matt Stafford and the Rams, look, it's just a two-year deal. They can be done. And for Jared Goff, they could flip him easily. Two so years man, are really left. They can draft you, the last top did, ten pick. Did you what? hear what you just said, though? What's that? You heard just because you said it. You said two years. Mm-hmm. Think about all the Rams gave up for two years. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm sure he's going to get a long-term extension. Right. But the mere thought of just two years for mm-hmm. all that ransom for two years. Right. That's crazy. Could get out from under it. They could get out from under golf after two years and draft somebody in the top ten even this year. Yeah, but Detroit want. wins in that situation where the Rams is all in for the next two years. And if it doesn't go the way that it's supposed to go, you just gave away – Two first-round picks, a third-round pick, and it's just a lot. The Lions' new leadership got six-year deals for a reason. On the way, is this Super Bowl actually more important to Mahomes rather than Brady? Even though where you know Super Bowl 55 is being played. When we went into the season, we weren't talking about going to the Super Bowl. We were talking about winning it again. We're trying to run it back. You have a message for uh, the GOAT headed in the Super Bowl? Nah, I ain't got nothing to say to him. I'll see his ass on Sunday in the Super Bowl. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. 
big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Kyrie Irving inbound it to the left corner. Irving, bounce pass under the basket, bank, in and out by Luau Cabrera, the rebound, Bradley Beal, the Wizards win. You heard it on Federal News Radio, seriously. This had to be one of the craziest games of the NBA season. The Wizards scoring eight points in the final 8.1 seconds to stun the Nets. Put another way, the Nets are up five points with 12 seconds to go. And lost. Wizards head coach Scott Brooks said it's one of the craziest, if not the craziest game he's really ever been involved with in his long NBA career as a player and a coach from the NBA to the MLB. The PA there thinking about a delayed season. They're thinking about maybe pushing back to start a spring training to late March. That's generally when the season would begin. The beginning of the season to late April. They would play 154 games. That's what they used to do until 1961. They used to play 154. Most importantly, the players would be paid for 162 games. So they would get their full salary even if they don't play a full schedule. That's what the PA is asking for. And today is the start of Black History Month. So every single day this month on your Sports Center update, we'll give you some of the great moments from black athletes across the time here in sports. And we'll begin with something that actually happened yesterday, but it's never too late to discuss the legendary Doug Williams becoming the first black quarterback to win the Super Bowl when the Washington football team, known as something else back then, romped all over the Denver Broncos 42-10 in Super Bowl 22. What makes this extra special, of course, is, you know, Williams started a historically black college grambling. Joe Gibbs led the Redskins. Let's just call them the Redskins because that's what they were back then to three Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks. Unbelievable accomplishment, including, of course, the great Doug Williams. And SportsCenter brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Look, we all accidentally damage our phones. It happens. Now, Straight Talk Wireless' new Platinum Unlimited plan includes phone protection, just 65 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, data, and more. See mobile protect terms and conditions at assurion.com slash straight talk limitations and exclusions apply. And, of mm. course, that is the weekend. You heard the hey. weekend. It's going to be a great weekend for football fans. It's our first weekend without football in a while, right, since we didn't have the Pro Bowl. 
the weekend will perform. Well, we kind of had the Pro Bowl. but We, it, <laughs> we did. We had a little special presentation yesterday on ESPN. If you missed it, but uh, the Pepsi halftime show, the weekend will be there. We're heading toward a great weekend or final weekend, unfortunately, of football. It's Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Zubin. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests, including Mike Tannenbaum, the front office insider, will be here in six minutes, and we'll get the front office perspective on what happened between the Rams and the Lions over the weekend. But those I w- two, I yeah, wonder when the weekend is out to dinner or somewhere and someone gives them the bill and says, thank you, Mr. Weekend. Like, is that, is that how they <laughs> – I just, was trying, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out how do they present. Able, you know, right? Able. It's, it's like Machine Gun Kelly. You don't go up to him and say, "Hey, Colson." I believe his first name is Colson. I saw him on Saturday Night Live over the weekend. Excuse me, Mr. Kelly, Mr. Machine Gun. It's like the I same just, thing, right? I mean, yeah, it was so weird to me because I know him as the Weekend. I don't know him as his first name. Oh well. Right. Anyway, and remember. No E on the, no extra E on this particular weekend. But coming weekend for NFL, we're ready (laughs) to go. All right, so it should be a lot of fun here. We're ready to go for Super Bowl 55. And there's been so much talk key here on why there's so much pressure on Tom Brady in this game. Obviously at 43, how many chances do you get back? He signed for one more year. You're playing this game in your home stadium. You finally got here. You took three road games to get a home game. Mahomes will have so many more chances. He's just 25 years old. Every year he's been the starter. They've been either in the Super Bowl or on the cusp. But there is an argument to be made that despite all that, despite everything hanging out there for Brady, there's a lot more pressure on the kid. Oh, I'm just so impressed with Pat. There's one thing about the physical skill, but also how he uh, endearing he is to his teammates. You know, I could see there's a special quality about him that attracts the teammates to him. I just wanted to make sure he knew that, you know, I was, I don't know if it was proud, but just wanted to let him know what kind of guy that I thought he was, not just as a player, but as a person as well. He's going to be a great player in the NFL for a long time. Thanks, Tom. Well, yeah. And, and Tom, that was nice. Well, he's supposed to say nice things. What are you going to say? I mean, he's a quarterback. He's not going to say anything mean. The quarterbacks are friendly with each other. Uh, and so I think that when you look at it, Tom knows, terrific Tom knows that this kid is, is second to none. He's superior. And it's important for him to win this Super Bowl. Because if Tom Brady gets seven and he has one, it's harder to catch that seven. It's easier to get closer to six, obviously, if you win one. You got two, he got six, you get to four, you get to, you know, right around that number four. You don't necessarily have to get six to surpass him in people's mind as the greatest quarterback of all times, given your skill set. His skill set helps him tremendously when that argument comes up 15 years from now. It'll be about his skills, about what he's able to do, no matter what the situation is, he's got four, Tom's got six. He may never catch Tom on the six, but because of his skill set and how people look at you, that narrative will be set a certain way, Jay. Yeah, no, I'm with the key. He has to win this one. He, and if, if he's going to ascend to be the greatest of all time, I go back to the Jeff Darrell and Tim reference when he said he is the Michael Jordan. People have compared him to Michael Jordan for Patrick Mahomes. If you lose this Super Bowl – to Tom Brady, who's 43 years old. And you even if you do get to four, this game at 43 years old for Tom Brady, even if he wins it off his defense, will forever be ingrained in the resume of Patrick Mahomes. Now, I, I will say this. It's interesting hearing the Tom Brady sound because Tom almost said, I'm proud of him. He caught himself 
right? This is the old guard versus the new guard. That's why I go back to Patrick Mahomes has to take the torch and grab it and yank it away from Tom Brady in this moment to say, this league is now mine. Appreciate what you brought to the game, Tom. You're incredible. You are the GOAT. You are the legend for now. But I am on my way. I am coming. He, he is coming, and, and you win this one, you get yourself two, you keep Tom at six, then you have a window of probably, I don't know, five years, six years to maybe get two or three more um, because they're a young football team. They're not aging. They're right, right at that sweet spot where now all of a sudden you could take off and do some things. They're not mortgaging the future to get players because they got everybody. They can keep their picks and just pick players to replace other guys. They still have money to sign guys in free agency as the salary cap gets back to its normal stay at about two years because it'll take a dip this year slightly, but then it'll get back to whatever that number will be two, three years from now, and they'll be able to use money to sign guys because their, their main core of guys are already under contract. You know, maybe Sammy Watkins falls off their, their cap and, and they get that money to go out and sign somebody else at another position in the future. Maybe they can address the running back spot when Le'Veon Bell falls off. Then they can go pick up another backup. So it's kind of like it's a perfect time to take care of business. You don't want to be the, you don't want to be in a situation right now where you lose because if you're Patrick Mahomes and you lose the Super Bowl, now all of a sudden things start to look different. You know, now the coaches start to say, who we need to replace. They start messing with the chemistry of what they built to get to the Super Bowl to begin with. I think you make a great point. On the surface, $503 million for Mahomes sounds. Obviously, it's the biggest contract in American professional sports history. But as the league gets back to normal and it starts to go up and up and up, there's going to be a day, as crazy as it sounds, where a 40 or $50 million quarterback is not going to be seen as egregious. It sounds crazy. So to have him in that stead Makes Man. sense. You lock up mm. Travis Kelsey. Clyde edwards is on a rookie deal. On the defensive side of the ball, you've already locked up Chris Jones. So you make a great point. On offense and defense, they've locked up a ton of guys. And the next domino to fall between Brady and Mahomes, Jay, by the way, right now the youngest quarterback in NFL history to win two Super Bowls is Tom Brady. Did it at the age of 26. Wow. On Sunday, it could be the youngest quarterback ever to win two Super Bowls as quickly as possible would be Mahomes, Jay, and he would do it at the age of 25. So another opportunity in this game for Mahomes to pass Brady, at least in that impressive category. And and Zubin, I'm going to go ahead and say this. You know, if you're watching guys like LeBron James and seeing how he's kind of moved from team to team, I'm not saying it's going to happen. But if you do feel like your window is closing with the Kansas City Chiefs, look what we're seeing Deshaun Watson do right now. I mean, potentially it doesn't Patrick Mahomes doesn't have to finish his career with the Kansas City Chiefs if he chooses not to. Damn, you got him moving already. huh? No, I'm just just saying if if it gets to a certain point in time down the road, it's feasible. Right. We're talking about it with Aaron Rodgers and you never, never know. That's the one thing about this league. Again, Mahomes versus Brady, the right choice could lead to a million dollars. Right now, DraftKings is offering the 5.55 Super Bowl 55 millionaire. Your shot at the $1 million top prize awaits at DraftKings. And now, Key, after I stole Key's drink this morning, Key's hot as I stole Key's drink this morning. Sorry about that. Thief. Community fridge. Now it's time to find out if it was a steal for how the Lions and Rams (laughs) pulled off a deal for Stafford and Goff, at least on one side. And let's do it with the front office insider, Mike Tannenbaum. That's what the Adam Schefter said. By the way, Schefter is going to be on Greeny this morning. He put the number at 18. If that's the case, two down, 
16 to go, and we welcome in the front office insider Mike Tannenbaum. He joins us this morning on the Goodyear Hotline. Mike, we've been talking about this particular deal of top picks being swapped for each other a million different ways, but we haven't gotten the front office perspective, and I know that's something you can certainly give us. Take us inside from the front office, upstairs, how this deal works for both teams. Well, let's start with the Rams side of it. You know, clearly they feel they can't get to where they want to go with their quarterback, Jared Goff, so they acquired Matt Stafford. I think this has a lot of risk to it, though, from the Rams. They are so top-heavy. When you think about what happens if anything happens to Aaron Donald, something happens to Jalen Ramsey, they have a very, very small window. They may not even be able to keep some of their key free agents, like a Ty Hill, Josh Johnson, really good players because of their cap situation. And to go eight years without a first-round pick, in my opinion, is really irresponsible. And when you think about the skill players that Matt Stafford had in 2020, when you think about guys like Galladay, Marvin Jones, Danny Amendola, TJ Hawkinson, I think the Rams will be really good next year, but it's not a huge upgrade. So the Rams put all their chips in the middle of the table, and we'll see what happens. As far as Detroit, it's really interesting. They may have a quarterback of their future in Jared Goff, but to get two ones and a third-round pick, I think it's a great trade for them. I work with Dan Campbell. I work with Anthony Lynn, their new offensive coordinator. They want to pound the ball, then throw it over your heads. And when you look at when Jared Goff was great in 2018, that was Todd Gurley's best year, 17 rushing touchdowns. So look for a guy like DeAndre Swift to be a big part of that line offense. And hopefully that plays to Jared Goff's strengths. Let me ask you this, Mike, because you've done trades. You've been in, obviously, the war room. You understand what things are in terms of the draft and how the charts look. In some cases, is a late first-round pick not as valuable as a second-round pick? And the reason I say this is because the Rams won't have any first-round picks, like you said, for eight years. But they seem to build on their second and third, fourth, fifth-round picks is what their roster is made of. Yeah, no, they've done a great job. And, and look, they had a great defense last year. But my point key is their margin for error is so small. And the reason I like those last few picks in the first round and give Ozzie Newsom and Eric DaCosta, the Ravens, a lot of credit a couple of years ago, they traded up from the top of the second to the bottom of the first, and they got the extra year, the fifth year on Lamar Jackson's contract. And as we know, that's hugely consequential when we see what these second contracts are. So that's not to say that you can't win. It's a totally fair point key. But I do like the bottom of the first round because you do get the extra year. And here's the other point I want to make. I promise you, Bill O'Brien, the head coach and general manager of the Houston Texans, two years ago was sitting there saying like, oh, our picks to Miami for Laramie Tunsil will be at the bottom of the first round. And look at the Miami Dolphins today. To their credit, they're sitting there with the third pick in the draft. Mm. You mentioned the Houston Texans. What does this trade Stafford Golf do for the, I guess you could call it, the, the ransom that the Houston Texans are looking for for Deshaun Watson? It should certainly help. I think he goes for at least three ones and a really good player. And if I'm the Houston Texans, I have to reconcile the fact that he's saying he's not coming back. I think at some point Cal McNair has to answer the question, what environment did he create that several months ago Deshaun Watson signs this big contract? He's one of the stars of our sports. He's a great player. He's a great person. He's a great leader. He's 25 years old. He's under contract for five years, Key, and he wants to leave. Why is that? 
Now, with that said, once they reconcile that they have to trade him, there is a sense of urgency because at some point, these other teams that need quarterbacks are going to look for alternatives. So if I was them, I would act as fast as possible. Mike, a lot of teams out there who can potentially make this happen, but where do you think the best landing spot is for Deshaun Watson? Oh, I think that's easy, Jay. Will. It's the New York Jets. Joe Douglas has done a nice job. They have four number one picks. I would trade three of them and Quinn and Williams for Deshaun Watson. And candidly, Jay Will, wow. once Nick Casario called me, I would not let him off the phone. I wouldn't let him off the phone. And here's why. If I have to throw in Quinn and Williams, who's a really good young defensive player, we could go find him. Mm. Deshaun Watson is a once-in-a-ten-year player. And here's, and here's something else that will give you an ulcer as a general manager. If you're, <laughs> Nick, if you're Joe Douglas and he goes to Deshaun, and Deshaun Watson goes to Miami, could you imagine if you're sitting there as the New York Jets and four games a year you're playing Deshaun Watson and Josh Allen, how are you going to win the division for the next decade? So if I get Nick Casario on the phone, I am not getting off. Because Sam Darnold, no USC disrespect key, is not going to beat Josh Allen, and he's not going to beat Deshaun Watson. So your chance to win the division is to overpay and go get him right now. Wow. Hey, let me, let me bring you back to uh, one of the thoughts I had last night watching all this stuff happen and then kind of assessing it, Mike, was, wow, Les Snead ha- kind of has admitted fault. He said, you know what? We paid this quarterback a lot of money, but I made a mistake. I'm going to move forward. It's going to cost me a lot, but I want to give Sean McVay the best chance to win. Is that something that the Eagles should be paying attention to, considering their Carson Wentz debacle that they're in? Yeah, well, first of all, in my opinion, Sean McVay does not get a free pass. If I'm less speed, I go into a room and I say, you know what? We're going to make this trade extremely reluctantly because two years ago you told me that – Jared Goff's the guy we could go win with. We paid him $135 million, almost half of which was guaranteed. And now as a coach, two years later, you can't win with this guy. So Mm -hmm. we're going to make this trade. But as a coach, you should be a problem solver. And now I'm having the same conversation in Philadelphia. Obviously, it's a different dynamic because Doug Peterson isn't there. But when an organization makes an extension like the Rams or the Eagles do, it's as an organization. The general manager is not sitting there in his office all by himself. So I'm sure with Nick Sirianni... They said, hey, what is the detailed plan for Jalen Hurts? What's the detailed plan for Carson Wentz? And Nick Sirianni, I'm sure, in large part, got the job because he's had a really good track record of developing quarterbacks, and we'll see how this year plays out. But these are huge, huge decisions for organizations, and they have to be made when everybody is on lockstep and signing off on it. It's fascinating insight. So it's like the old free agent thing. Don't let him out of the building, or if you're on the phone with Nick Casario, don't let him off the phone. Got to do what you can to make it happen. Schefter said 18. Rams, Lions down, maybe Texans next. Mike, thanks very much. We'll see you this morning with Greeny and the gang on Get Up at 8 a.m. Eastern on ESPN. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, guys. Stay right. safe with the storm. Thanks, okay. same, to thanks. You, same to you. And speaking of another team that could have some quarterback issues, let's go from A to Z. In fact, both of those cities could have quarterback issues. We're going to focus in on the latter. Philly from A to Z brought to you by Dell Small Business. For your small business needs, call a Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. You know, when Dan Campbell was hired by the Lions, people started calling him Definitive Dan because everything was absolutes, 100%. The polar opposite would be New Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni. 
treading a little bit more lightly. Try to follow this if you can. Next thing that's very important to me is that we build a smart football team, that we have a smart football team here. And I know we have the, the people in place to do that. The first part of that, the first part of being smart is knowing what to do. We're going we're gonna to we're gonna have systems in place that are easier to learn. All right, complicated to the defense or offense that they're going against or the special teams group they're going against, but easy for us to learn. Because when we can put that, because we, when we can learn our system and we can get good at our system, then our talent can take over. Less thinking equals talent take over, but we need to have systems in place, and we will have systems in place. He wasn't hired to be a public speaker, obviously. It was, I mean, it, it wasn't that bad, Zubin. I mean, yeah, you I got the gist of what he was saying. Yeah, I was going to say, it wasn't It wasn't uh, as bad as people trying to make it out to be. Yeah, Key, I, I don't know think. why everybody's jumping on this. Like, oh, I, look, this is the problem that we're going to – I'm like, what are you talking about? If you let, actually listen to what he said, it makes sense. It, he probably didn't say it in the most yeah, smooth way, but it made sense. He was nervous. He was probably nervous a little bit. Got up, you know, got up there and, and – um, you know, first real press conference as a head coach, and he has a system, and he's very smart. So, I mean, I don't see anything really wrong with it. I mean, I, it, it's – yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't the smoothest, but, I mean, look, it, it's okay. Calm down. Like, first press conference, don't yeah. jump the gun, Eagles fans. I know Pat Costello was like, this is our, our, our coach. What are we doing? One of our producers, I'm just – calm down. It's okay. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was. He had a very smart press conference, so to speak. <laughs> Zubin, also, no, no comment. Zubin, no comment. Well, I mean, he was. Also, I feel like you feel differently. He was also non-committal on the future of Carson Wentz. That's one thing we didn't. Uh, well, this is actually the first soundbite we were actually supposed to play that we played. So that's a victory for us this morning. What? <laughs> second, thing, <laughs> second thing. Shots uh, fired to the uh, wow. production team. Uh, wow. Back there. But the real issue is the future of Wentz, which was uh, non-committal, as you might expect. I don't think he's going to empty. Yeah, uh, but what did you think about his press conference, Zubin? Did you like it, yay or nay, a thumbs up or down? I just heard a snippet. See, this is where you're coming from the sports center world. I, I'm always sold a bag of goods in radio. This is the worst thing that ever happened. So just say that. And then I say it, and it's really not the worst thing that ever happened. Yeah, but- really, it, it, it was, it, you're not being sold a bag of goods. It's your position. Your position, it wasn't that, my position, it wasn't that bad, right? I mean, it's, it's whether it's sports center, radio, whatever we do, we could clearly see for us, it wasn't that bad. Maybe the fan base and Pat, who works with us, who's an Eagle fan, didn't like it because he's looking for the Dan Campbell fiery, get in your face. This is Eagles. Bite your this kneecaps. Philadelphia. We're tough. We're hard workers. <laughs> and that didn't happen. So it's a little disappointing, I think, to Eagle fans. Just remember, Zubin, the first part of being smart is knowing what to do. Just remember. That's what he said. All right, I'm approaching every sound by now with incredible trepidation. <laughs> incredible trepidation. Yeah, well, A to Z, we're very smart. <laughs> we'll see. So throughout the course of the morning here, we're going to be weighing in on which quarterback domino will fall next. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-376. Key J and Z on Twitter. So we have Goff done. We have Stafford done. Who's next? You tell us. 888-SAY-ESPN. On the way, two years ago, the Rams were in the Super Bowl with Goff. Now they're moving on. What about the QB who lost last year's Super Bowl? We'll dig into that next. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. 
Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.